Angel Heart Radio programs should not be used to replace your legal or medical advice, nor your own sound judgment. In truth, nothing can dim your magnificence. You are a divine spark, a universal light. You are here on purpose. You are part of a divine plan. And it's our joy to support you. Welcome to Angel Heart Radio. Powered by love, Angel Heart Radio is brought to you by angellight777.com. Come join us for our live streams on our Facebook page and join the conversation. Hello and welcome to Angel Heart Radio. My name is Tabeth Shakura Hamon from thrivestherapies.com.au. I'd love to welcome you all here today. We have a lovely guest with us, Sandra Gelanis, who is uh, working with Akashic Records, and she's going to explain what they are, what they do, and we're going to find out also what led Sandra into doing this work and many other interesting questions. Being a metaphysical teacher for over 35 years and um, has a master's in metaphysical education and certifications in past life regression, the Akashic Records will help you. You know, it's our record of our soul in every lifetime and it's it's such a fascinating subject and um, this is quite detailed in what it can give you so I'm sure you're going to find this interesting so welcome Sandra and thank you for coming on today thank you for having me great that you're here so yeah Akashic Records just can you give your description of what they are what it is okay so I call this my working definition because you know, the amount of information about the Akashic Records, you can write a whole book about what they are. And so I, I found that it's just like, let's just simplify, let's just get it clear enough so that we can understand enough so that we can go there together. So my definition is that it is just very similar to what you said. The, I use energetic database. It's the energetic database of your soul or sometimes i use the words energetic reservoir because to me it is a reservoir too either way a database or a reservoir of all that's happened to your soul in all of its lifetimes so it's all the emotions the uh, actions the words the even intentions that was kind of interesting to find that um it's everything that you've experienced as a soul And then what I particularly like about it is it's not just about information. Through your Akashic Records, you can access um, your highest beings of light. So your masters, your teachers, your loved ones, uh, angels, archangels, I mean, you name it. Uh, If they're highest beings of light, they can come through that channel of the Akashic Records, or I'd really prefer to call them the Akashic Field. I don't, I don't read, I, you know, there's this connection with the book of life, all the major religions do talk about the book of life, which is the Akashic records. And so some people read records, I, I don't, I don't get your book of life, I don't read anything. <laughs> I, I connect more on a more like uh, an interface with the internet would probably be a better experience okay. for me. So 
that's where I'm a little bit particular. I call them sessions. I do Akashic sessions for people and I, I teach people how to access their records as well. But I, I'd like to share, you know, the Akashic field just gives you a better knowledge and a better um, concept of what it is that this term really means. Akashic records is the old language. We kind of like to upgrade. Oh, yes, right. Yeah, yeah. It, it is fascinating. I mean, that's, I mean, the soul is immense, you know, energy and and there's so much. I mean, not just this lifetime, there'd, there'd be a lot, but so many of our soul, our soul's journey, you can't even imagine. Not that there's time, but in a sense, time, I don't, it's hard to describe, isn't it? Because there's, it's an energy, a field of energy, and you can't pinpoint a time. It's like a circle, would you say, you know, it all goes around. Yeah. It's all, it's all happening. And you can also connect with your ancestors, mm. with aspects of yourself. Um, like, um, let's say there's a part of you that just, just you know, it could be an archetype. Uh, it could be just a erroneous belief. And, and we can actually, or it could be a part of your body um, that's having a problem. And so we can actually call out that aspect. I call them aspects of self, put it in our healing circle and then work with it and then integrate it back in again. Mm. So it's easier if it's outside of us. Like I was just working with a lady today about, she, we ended up in other lifetimes um, because of the density she has in her physical body. And so we got all those other lifetimes in our healing circle. And then I, I could feel, and so what I feel when I'm in session is what my client feels. I could feel all of a sudden I felt much lighter. Yeah. And so I asked her, I said, well, how, how do you feel right now? She said, I feel lighter. And I hadn't yeah. said anything but just because she wasn't carrying embedded in wherever it was embedded physically emotionally mentally spiritually she wasn't carrying that anymore she had been able to let that go into the healing circle yes and as we did the work i kept checking back with her and uh then we finally got it all cleared and yeah. at the end she was i just feel different i feel lighter i feel more relaxed and like that yeah. burden isn't there anymore so yeah it's huge it's just, I mean um, I actually have experienced uh, Sandra's work uh, quite a few years ago but um <laughs> yes I do remember it and it was uh, yeah it was an amazing feeling and uh, even just going into the session was interesting I could feel how I was talking something <laughs> was happening straight away yeah it's yeah. a fascinating thing I want to ask you um what led you specifically into this and what was your first experience with this? Okay, so I first learned about the Akashic Records through a book, an autobiography, no, a biography of Edgar Cayce. Oh, yes. And um, it, it was one of those, you know, never happened since spiritual experiences. I was in the library. I can still see myself. I was walking down the library. The shelves were here. There was like a wall here or something. It was fairly darkish. It was in Australia. And this book fell off the shelf in front of me. 
And I'm a really kind of tidy person. And so I picked it up to put it back in. And I thought, well, I'll just read the jacket. You know, I didn't really know much about spiritual things at that time. And I read about this man, this sleeping prophet that channeled the Akashic Records and did these readings for people. And I thought, well, that sounds interesting back in the 30s and 40s. And I took it home and I read it. And I was just taken with the whole concept. And yeah. I, I wasn't wild about that you had to be asleep. And you, and so therefore he missed it all. He never got to grow from the experiences. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so that's my deal was, I want to be awake, alert, and aware. <laughs> and, and don't do anything to me that's going to take me out. And uh, so that was part of my deal. And I guess I made a soul contract at that time that if anybody ever turned up that could teach me to yeah. open my records, that I would sign up. So about 25 years later, before I was ready, because nobody was really doing that back in the 80s. Yes. There, yes. there wasn't anybody. No. And um, so I, I read about this lady was coming to my area. And so that was my first experience. I was just going to sign up. And then my intuition said, maybe you better have a session just to see what this is all about and do you even want to learn how to do this you know don't you think you should have a first step and, and so i thought that was pretty good advice so i contacted her asked her for a session and had my first experience being in my akashic rec well i wasn't in there because in that method she could not take me with her she um, was in my record she could report back but i could not experience them and and so I would thought, yeah, this is how we do it. This is good. The method I use now is one that takes my clients with me. And so I just mm. love that because we're like, sometimes you know, there's a lot of women that do this. I feel like we're just holding hands and we're just, okay, let's go together and do this. Um, so it was a very interesting experience, good enough that I wanted to continue. And when yeah. I first opened my records in that training, I'm a primary visual feeler and I heard something. And so I just, and they said, if you, if you're not sure, just ask your question again. And so I asked my question again, heard the same thing. And so I, so I wrote it down. And then as people were sharing about their experiences, I realized, oh, that really was my records that I came to that understanding of it. And so this whole Claire audience thing opened up for me that, and I've since discovered I am very kind of auditory, even yes. though I never realized that. So that was fun. Well, that, yeah, I guess doing these things actually does open different things that you wouldn't realize that you do have. Yes. Over the years, and it really does. So you know, if you take a step towards something, something else comes of it as well. I always believe that. Yeah. So obviously yeah. that, and it just grows from there. So obviously that's what's happened with you. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always encourage my clients when they work with me, you're going to work as hard as me. So, you know, eat well and have water because it can yeah. be, can be intense sometimes, but I say, be open yeah. on all your clairs. Even if you think you know what your gifts are, we all have all the gifts 
and your records love to bring another one to you in yes. session or multiple like you can see and feel and know and hear kind of all at the same time so that part of it can be really intriguing to just watch how the information comes well that's the thing it, it's alive mm, yeah. it's a living energy and intelligence so it is alive so it's very much about uh, an experience of being and feeling and and it is it creates connection as well with as you say walking with that person it's a beautiful thing it's a very sacred thing um to do yes. this process like any regression yes. well, regression if you want to use that word but um, going into a soul's journey is, is something very sacred and because it's it is deep it is very deep and I'm sure yes. you've had so many experiences uh, in in connecting in that way with people and profound changes would have come I'm sure yes definitely it's it builds a heart connection yes. that never goes away yeah. um, I had a very funny experience a few years ago I was um at a metaphysical bookstore and i was taking money from people for somebody else that was doing uh some kind of training or workshop and i was there must have been like 20 people and they were all in line there and i'm just like processing as fast as i can and all of a sudden i look up and there's a lady in front of me and i just blurted out i don't know who you are but i love you and then i thought <laughs> oh man that was so bad that was so bad oh no and, i think that's and luckily <laughs> Oh, I just, you know, I just wasn't thinking. I would have edited if I'd have been thinking. But she just, she took it really well. And she said, you did an Akashic session, one of those little short ones for me a few months ago here. And I went, oh, that, it's that heart connection never goes. I mean, when you allow someone to go into your records, it's a, it's an honor and yes. it is uh, a trust that yep. is very important. So I encourage people, be careful who you allow into your records. Yes. Don't just go to anybody, you know, get to have a little, you know, like this, get to get a little idea of what they're like. And, and then check in with yourself. Does this person resonate with me? Does this feel good? Do I feel comfortable with this person? And if you don't, then don't do it. But I, I've got such a a clear example how that connection never goes away. Yeah. So that was a fun. That was a fun <laughs> one. I think if someone said they love me, I'd be going. Thank you very much. Ah. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was just like I think I turned bright red. <laughs> I'm sure she was. She was very chuffed uh, for you to say that to her. <laughs> she was tickled that I I had no idea who she was, but I knew somehow knew her, and uh, so she was very tickled with that. So yeah. that shows you said it was only a ten minute session. So that's you know how fast that can happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we had yeah. twenty. There were twenty minutes. Twenty, sessions. even twenty. Yeah. You know, but still. Yeah, they're not very long, but you forge and because you know they're coming with me they're they're experiencing with me, I think it is deeper, because of that different yeah. than if I was reporting back and that person wasn't able to go with me. 
and also for you to take them with them, you know, it, it's very different when someone tells you something about yeah. you yeah. to experiencing it. You, you get it on a much deeper level. And I think the shifting would be so much deeper even because you know it so deeply inside you. I what agree. What's going on. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And people will bring, and I tell them, you know, you may receive something that I cannot receive. So don't just sit there and be quiet. If there's something going on or there's a question that comes or let's say we're working with um, past lives and there is somebody there and I'm not saying anything about that person. You may be the only one that can see them because that information and that person came to you. Mm -hmm. So don't hesitate to ask for information, confirmation, collaboration, whatever. Um, and when we do the clearing work, the healing work, it's that person is really doing it for themselves. And so maybe we're clearing emotions. That's a very common thing. And so I'll just start getting a whole bunch of emotions will just come up and I'll just, you know, just know the divine is just taking all of these as soon as they come out of my mouth, they're being transmuted into their next level of being and they don't stay at your place or my place. They go to their next wherever they're supposed to be you know so you don't have to worry about them and then all these emotions will come and then sometimes that person will also come up with emotions or the resources that that they need or the affirmation to change things or whatever it is um, so I'm often asking my clients to participate don't just sit there and let me do all the heavy lifting, <laughs> you know, it's yeah, like, yeah. you're here, you're here with me. So you might as well participate because I find the richest experiences are when we co-create with the records and the divine. Yeah, it's, so. it is always a co-creation, isn't it? I mean, we're just the, yes. the vessel type of thing. You know, it's always great when a, a client gets such a realization of something, whether it's a positive thing or something they view maybe as negative, but it can make a breakthrough in, in some way. Um, I'm sure you've seen many of those sorts of experiences. Yeah, there's just, you know, they, they just keep coming. I mean, it just, I keep being amazed. So I've been opening other people's records since 2005. And my part of what I do when I do my personal work before is I'm always seeking to learn. So it's, mm -hmm. it's teach me something new. So today, when I worked with my client this morning in, uh, we were doing all those other lifetime things. We approached it in a way that I have never had it brought to me to do before. And so it was like, oh, how lovely that we can do it this way too. So I learned something new and it was all about what's, what's ideal for that client. Mm -hmm. So I, I like it that I don't have any canned set. Okay, every client that I have that goes in the records, we do A and then we do B and then we do C. Yeah. <laughs> no, that would be so boring to me. It would be very boring. And so, you know, I don't know what questions people bring, even if I've worked with them a whole bunch of times, which... Sometimes I do. Uh, I don't know where they're going to go. I don't yeah. have any mm. clue. Yeah. So, and I like people to ask groups of questions because that keeps our heads out of it. 
So yeah. it's like break them into topics. So this topic was all about her physical body, but um, it's like, you can ask whatever number of questions you want. You just, I just have people read them aloud for me and for their records. Right. And then I don't know where, and the client doesn't know, are they gonna start at the first question, answer that? Are they gonna start at the last question? Are they maybe gonna just go to the heart of the matter of what that person was really seeking and start yes. there and just let it's it all taking, come together? I, I find when doing uh, you know, the style of past life regression I do, it's like getting them to have no expectations yes. because Yes. The, the mental expectations can limit you so much. So it's going in there, trusting what will come up will be right. Yeah. One question I was, does any future stuff come up for people that's relevant? It's not like just needing to know, but is it relevant to be working on something like that? I don't get a lot of people asking about future stuff. Um, every once in a while, somebody will. And, and so maybe a question could be like um, what will happen in the future with me and my partner? You know, they want to know if they stay together or if they don't stay together. And so there's always this kind of little preface of everybody is at a, a moment of choice every yeah. moment. And, and so number one, I can't go in your beloved's uh, yeah. without yeah. their permission. So I have no idea what's going on over there. Yeah. I can connect with that person through you and your perception of that person. Is that accurate? Who knows? Uh, yeah. But you can change your mind. And so it, what the, the future is, is probabilities, possibilities mm -hmm. and probabilities based on lifetimes of how your soul responds to certain circumstances. So, um, and then I'll check for them. And if I can get anything, I will give it to them. But I just say, take it with a grain of salt. Now I have had one lady and I haven't worked with her yet. She wants to go in and talk to her, her future self, which is yes, a that's whole where I was, thing. Yeah, was that's that what you? I was thinking of more of ah, that. That was you. I've forgotten who that was. I keep thinking oh, was it me? Okay. <laughs> time to time. Yeah. It, it's more about probabilities of past actions changing that in the now you know how that can take you on a different direction type of thing i, I guess right. that's what i was right. curious about yeah sometimes i will future pace somebody if we've gone through big clearing stuff and then let's say you never want to leave people with voids with empty parts so you want to not have random stuff go in there but you know load them up with I call them divine resources, they're, they're, or life enhancements. Um, they're, they're what would be beneficial for you to continue on with. Yes. And so with those, after we do that, we get the divine to download those into that person. We do it in current time. We do it at the end of the timeline of that soul as well. So not only do they have it for all of their lifetime, but they have it all the way to the end of the timeline of their soul. And then we go back and we download it again in present time. And then we do the future pacing, which is, okay, imagine when are you gonna see or do, or when is this gonna come up for you again? Oh, in about a week, I'm gonna be with this person. Okay, so I want you to go forward in your records, go forward in time, be there with that person, 
see, feel, know, sense, the, the whole thing. Yeah. And I'll read those divine resources again to them. They get them in that future moment. And then I say, so what's happening? And they get to then experience their upgrade because they already moved into the future and they have all these wonderful resources. They've cleared whatever it was that they were working on. And so they get to see how they respond differently and how they attract differently. Which is very powerful so it's, to see, uh, see yeah, it that way. It's fun. Very, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a whole different I, thing. Yeah. <clears throat> Definitely. And what I love about this, you um, do teach people how to go into their own records to be able to do this. So. My favorite thing is my favorite <laughs> thing. Because it, to me, it's like, why come to me? It's that whole thing, the, the fishes and the teach them to fish and all that kind of stuff. Why, why pay for sessions? When you can do this yourself, truly, I believe if I can do it and, and I am where I am, because I've worked at it. I have spent a lot of time. I've, I've been diligent um, and I like to learn. And so the records then became my teachers and, and I've kept going with it. So yes, it's my, it's my heart's joy when somebody says, I'd really like to learn to do this for myself. And then it's like, great, well, let's come, let's do it. And so I have an online uh, course that is very sweet. I invited five people with, uh, with different voices. So you could really tell. I recorded all eight sections. They're two hours each. And um, I told them straight up, you are going to be the voices of all the people that will take this training. So if you have a question, please ask it. It's quite possible that it's going to be from your records anyway because you are gonna be the anchor to give that question. So we had this wide gamut of people that had already been exploring their records in another method um, to a lady who was very nervous about it, uh, to people that hadn't done a lot with the records per se, but were like really open channels. So we had all these different levels of ability and it, it was, I'm very proud of that training because it was fun they were interesting after we finished the recording of two hours then we chat a little bit and it was just a hoot to hear you know one lady she was just like oh I'm just sweating I was just so much was clearing I was just like and and another one was I'm just going in that hot tub right now goodbye <laughs> I just need to yeah. clear so uh yeah it was very exciting making that but I also teach by Zoom, of course. Doesn't everybody do everything by Zoom? Yes, Zoom. Uh, so I, I teach those same eight sections, but with a, a group. I never have more than eight people when I have a live training because I really want to be able to answer everybody's questions in the time that we have. So it's, um, it's a very personal uh, and, and supportive way to learn to access your records. And then, of course, you get all the Akashic community that comes with it, because yes. we work a lot on, um, we call them study buddies. Everybody gets a study buddy when we're going through the process. And I hope that they keep working together afterwards. But we also do gatherings once a month by Zoom. 
and um, people can bring questions. You know, years later, some people turn up and I just wanted to be with the group again. Yes, I can imagine, um, you know, I'm sure you get feedback and what shifts have occurred in people's lives. And you watch and, them. I mean, yes. the ones that keep coming. Yes. I, I've just watched these transformations of, of consistently the two things as a feedback that, that I get is, which really surprised me, must be a lot of people that don't make decisions easily or well. So mm. that, that was a primary that I make decisions so much more easily and they're better decisions now because they can check in with their records. What that's, will happen if I one. do this? Yeah. What will happen if I do this? What will happen if I don't do this? How will I feel about this if I do this? How will I feel about it if I don't do it? You know, what lesson am I learning here? What lesson haven't I learned about this? So there's all kinds of ways of, of doing those kinds of questions for people. So uh, it, yeah, it's, it's, it is that the, the thing about the, the decision-making is easier and, and consistently across the board, everybody says they're just happier. Yeah. And, yeah. and I can attest to that as well. Yeah. Well, that's, I was just going to ask you in your own life, like you said, you've been doing this for quite a number of years. What has it changed in your awareness and how, where you can go into the records is, or just how it's, it's raised your vibration and what you can do? <laughs> Uh, I think the biggest thing that happened early on for me, and it was be before I learned to open for anybody else, my primary question, I was just asked one question each time. What fear can I release today? Yes. I had like, I felt like I had fear, like neon lights <laughs> blazing on my forehead. I was such a fearful, fearful person about all kinds of things. And so I would open my records. I would ask them the magic question. They would give me the fear. And a lot of times I would just resonate with that. Oh, yes, I get that one. <laughs> and, and then it, it was like, I don't want that one anymore. What do we need to do? What can we do right now to clear that? And we would go through some process. And then I would just keel over on the couch. That's how I knew something odd was going on. And I would just sleep for about half an hour. I couldn't even get up and go to bed. It was boom. And my husband still talks about this. It was very strange. <laughs> and I think just so much clearing was going on. Yes. But the really funny one of those was, and this was towards the end, I asked one day, what fear can I release today? And they said, would you just be willing to let it go without knowing what it is? No, 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 no. I need to know so I can participate, so I can be fully with this experience. You know, I, I do argue from time to time with my records. And, and I just got back. Would you be willing to just let it go without knowing what it is? No, no, I don't think that's good enough. I don't think I'm working hard enough. I think that I need to, to really get this before I can let it go. Would you just be willing to let it go without knowing what it is? And it was just this big epiphany of I don't need the story I don't need the drama trauma I don't need any of that and so 
when I finally got to that point, you know, it was very much in my heart and I could say, <laughs> I am willing to let it just go. And they said, okay, great. So here's how we'll do it. And then it was gone. And then I went to sleep, but um, I don't fall asleep anymore. That was it is interesting how, how we can get so hooked on needing to know all the time and <sighs> want to, to go in the drama. We're so programmed to do drama and it's so out there in the world what you see it's promoted to be everything about drama yes. yes and this you don't and it was such a great lesson you don't actually need to do that no no <laughs> would you just be willing to let it go oh yeah I'm, <laughs> finally i got to that point so now i work with people that have done like decades of personal work mm. and and i find a lot of them like if there's other lifetimes past lives involved do you need to know anything about these other lifetimes? No, I just want it to, to get cleared. I don't need to know about them. If I don't need to, you know, unless you or the records feel I need to know about them, but um, I just want to, I just don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to be affected by them anymore. And so then it's like, great. So how do we clear? And we find out from the divine, that's what I always call that divine direct action is what I'm asking for at that point. What is, what is it that we can do right now so that mm. this person shifts and their, their records change, that Akashic field is different because of what's going on. Number one, they've looked at something and they don't wanna act like that anymore or respond or feel or whatever the deal is. And, and so when they surrender, and ask for that divine assistance, then it comes and, and it's beautiful to watch sometimes. It's just powerful. Yeah. powerful. It's that, that vulnerability that it, it is. Yes. yes, when someone can be in that space, it's a very powerful space to be in. And so many people are afraid to be in that space, but it's an amazing place. Once you surrender and understand what can happen right. in that space. Right. And that's what I love about the records. They're so loving. They're so supportive. They're so, they're never going to make it hard for you. They're never going to, I had one client one time, she, she talked to me before we started. She said, I'm, I've been having a lot of trouble with keeping my budget. I'm like, really? And she said, yes, I want my records because we'd worked together several times. I want my records to beat me about the head a little bit about it. And I was just horrified. I was just like, well, you know, they're never going to do that. You know, they're, they're just going to very lovingly guide you and help you and clear whatever is getting in the way for you to be acting the way you prefer to be acting if it's for your highest good. And, and, and then she settled down. You know, I could feel her relax. I think that was just her response to being very agitated that she hadn't been keeping her budget well. And she really needed something to change there. Mm. And so when they did speak about it, it, it was, I remember that it was very beautiful and very loving and, and uh, they were very gentle with her and we got wherever it was she needed to go somehow. Yes, it's a, it's a wonderful reminder that, you know, we're so used to being very, can be very harsh on ourselves and yes. spirit will never do that. You know, it's only never. us that do that. <laughs> Never. So if you're ever getting with it, any kind of channel and they're giving you a hard time, 
like you should do this or you must do that or it's terrible that you do that or anything like that it's like just run the other direction they're yeah. just they're not they're not who you want to spend your time with yeah. and you know you being with that person or people um to me is the most important thing because someone who just does it for someone can tell them anything mm. really mm. and you know it's gives, yeah. giving your power away in, in yeah. that sense um yeah, yeah so i even had when we work sometimes with inner child if there's an inner child thing that comes up which is you know i haven't had one of those in a while but um when they do come up sometimes the, the children will the the inner child will because I'm visual, I invite them, I get the client to invite them into our healing circle. And then I just watch them. And it's amazing. Sometimes they hide behind things. Sometimes they're really sassy. Um, they are gonna act. And I have no idea what these people were like when, I don't even know them anyway, but yeah. most of them, <laughs> it's like, what were they like when they were a kid? I have no idea. So I'll just report back what I get. And it's, it's really fascinating to me how you can watch them shift. So the really shy ones, they'll start to blossom. Mm. And the really brash ones will quiet a little bit. And it's just, uh, it, it's a delightful experience to be able to interact. So those really shy ones, sometimes they just won't tell you what's wrong. And so what I've done from time to time, as I invite that inner child, you're in the records of yourself. I am here with you too. I give you permission to look at our records. See what kind of person I am. See if I'm trustworthy. Yeah. See about this adult that you've grown into. See if they are trustworthy. See, if we're here, we're here, non-judgment. We're not here to get you in trouble. We're not going to, you know, do those kind of things to you. We're here with compassion because we really want you to feel better. So what is it that you haven't said that you really need to say? Or what happened that has upset you so and set you back? And this grown-up version of yourself is still set back by this. Let us help you. And they do, they, they, they check, check us out and, and then you watch them and then they'll stand up where they get straighter or they start to share. It's, it's just delightful because they feel the love. Yes. That's there. Yeah. The safety and that love. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You get to witness some amazing, beautiful healing, you know, yes. Yes, so definitely. many times. Yeah. And the inner child is such a powerful thing. People don't yeah. realize how it dictates a lot of our decisions and choices yes. in life. Yes. yes. So really connecting. And, you know, actually, and particularly now, well, the way the world is, trying to feel that joy of the inner child as well. Yes. Yes. So let me share. So, one of the things I did with COVID was early, very on in March last year, because I wanted to do something with my inner child. We made bracelets one. This one is for her. This one, this thinner one is for her. This thicker one is for me. And then I added this one later on. 
Ah. So we sat there one weekend and we looked and we went on the internet to work out how to make these things. And they have little beady things on the bottom. Um, and I've been wearing them nonstop. And it's, it's to me, it's my way of, even though we're in this time where we can't go and play so much, mm. I want you to know that you are close to me and I am here for you. And um, so we actually asked my inner child what she wanted to be called. So we went through some names, but then the latest kind of the longest lasting one is M Empo, which means most precious one. Oh, Empo. And so we call as a nickname. So Empo, because most precious one sounds very kind of stately and majestic and that kind of thing. So I call her Empo. And where uh, does that come from? Empo. M a... for most precious is the P. Oh, I see. Oh. Most precious. Um, Oh, and now it's just gone out of my most precious right. one. I thought it was some most language. Most precious one. Yeah, the, it's the initials. Oh, yeah. right. And she came I up thought. with that. And I'm not good at those kind of things. She's like, I would like to be called most precious one. I'm like, really? And she said, yeah, but you can call me Empo. And I'm like, Empo? And she said, yeah, Empo. <laughs> I thought it was Japanese. It sounded Japanese to me. <laughs> to me, too. It has that, like, I feel that most precious one is like a title for an emperor or something in, in China or in Japan. <laughs> so... Yeah, I, I've had some lifetimes there. So it was, uh, it was just fun to watch her. But, you know, you can do like physical things like that, that help yeah. you stay connected in these times where we're not getting as much, you know, go out and play and with your girlfriends or your boyfriends or mm. whatever, your families, you know. So, yeah, obviously, I mean, doing all this work, you know, with, what we've been through in other lifetimes, you know, gives us strength for times like this of great change. Yes. You know, we've yes. been through other uh, cycles on the planet, probably during big change, whatever civilization we may have been in. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's certainly... I think many times, yes. many times. If we're here now, I truly believe that we chose to be here now. As crazy as it is and as hard for some people as it has been, this is a real gift to our souls to be here right now as we are all evolving at a very uh, rapid rate. People are just waking up like crazy mm. and questioning and looking at things and um, growing and evolving. Mm. Uh, I, I, it's a marvelous time. It's a marvelous opportunity. In, in um, doing the records over the years, has there anything I'm sure things have been in, in, very interesting. Has anything really surprised you or shocked you in any way at all? Shocked me? Um, oh, that's a good question. I have had times, I remember one guy married, going through a divorce, had twins, and when I opened his records the first time, the information came that he was gay. And I was just like, okay, I'll just put that aside. And we did, he did decide he wanted to do a set of five sessions. And so it just kind of organically came together. Uh, and, 
And so I got brave enough because I was, it's like, I don't, you know, and, uh, and he just said, well, I'm, I, I, I know that about myself. I've just right. never acted on it. I've never oh. been able to, to do that, but that was part of the problem with his marriage. Mm. And so, um, that was one of those scary ones. Um, did it help him in to any me way? because I had no idea. Sorry. Did it help him in any way? It didn't with a decision I, or I think it really, yeah, it gave him more confidence. It gave him a, there was, because they're very non-judgmental about all those kinds of things. Oh, and, yeah. and I think he felt stronger in himself, stronger in his identity, uh, that he could be a father and uh, a parent to his children and yeah. be more honest, be more honest with himself about who he was and where his interest lay than he had been able to be before. So whenever you have a parent who's able to be more honest, more authentic, mm -hmm. yes. more open, um, not hiding big secrets, you know, that they don't even want to look at maybe, but um, then they always can parent better because mm. their children are watching and they're feeling Yes, they're very aware of beings that when something is not being truth, they're like, can often think that it's their problem, you know, something I'm doing something wrong, but it, you know, there, it isn't. So I can't say it's been an easy ride from him. I've heard back from him. Uh, it has not been an easy ride, but he has gained incredible strength and, yeah. and is very uh, clear about where, where he's going and what he's doing. That's great. It's it's empowering. You know, that's on a deep level in some way. Yeah, that that's great. You know, and that's all you can yeah. do. Be more at peace with yourself and who you are, and it's fine. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. for all of us. Whatever I did do, circumstance. Truly, for all of us, I did have what is still probably my peak experience, as as far as. Um, meaningful to me even though it wasn't my session I was working with a guy and we ended up he was a past life regressionist might have told you about this he was a past life regressionist and he of course then wanted to ask about lifetimes concerning whatever his issue was he wanted to explore and we ended up in this um like Roman time out in the provinces this elderly soldier um kind of on retirement duty, but you know, nowhere else to go, no family or anything like that. So his job was to patrol outside around this fort out in the back of beyond. And one day when he was out, very boring, but you know, he got his three meals a day and a place to sleep. And so they took care of him because he was one of the soldiers. And one day he was doing his patrols and he had a heart attack. And he, as he was dying, he met his God, his God. Oh. I always cry when I talk about this because <laughs> I can just see it all. It was just this amazing, um, he, was, he was a devotee of Mithras, which is um, one of the martial gods. 
at that time, very common that uh, soldiers would be devoted to him. And he came with his, you know, his armor on and beautiful and it's all of this light. And he took that man home. No. And, you know, I was crying, <laughs> you know, because it was very overwhelming, the emotions that were there. Yeah. This man truly in that lifetime truly saw what I was seeing. So the, the little side note on this is the guy I was working with, whose lifetime this was, he was very kind of unaffected. And so I thought, how could you not, you know? <laughs> yeah, so exactly. Years later, so this is just recently, I heard from him and he said, you know, I listened to that recording of that session you did for me years ago. And because he is, as a past life regressionist, you have to keep evolving yourself. Just like when yes. you work in the Akashic Records, you keep evolving. And he said, through the personal growth I have been through myself in the last years, I was able to receive so much more from mm -hmm. that experience. And then I knew he saw him too. Yes. He felt him. He got taken home too. He That's connected beautiful. to what was most sacred and holy to him. And, yeah. and I was, I didn't say anything to him about, I wonder what was going on at the time. I, I just left it because he got finally what he needed. So that brings up a really good point that the records work, the Akashic field, what happens there can impact you for weeks, days, weeks, months, years. It doesn't necessarily have a shelf date. No yes. use by finished. Um, so people can keep accessing. Like whenever I think about those fear things, all those, what fear can I release today? It's like, I can't even hardly think of fears now. I, I don't know that person. It's like a story I tell of a person that's not me anymore yes um and then i did find with all this tech stuff with with zoom and everything i had to do a zoom presentation and i was very nervous about it i realized and i realized i had a lot of fear about tech things yes. so i i got in my records and i i said okay we need to clear this because it's obviously the new way because the record said do everything by Zoom. We're all trained. We've been trained for a year on how to use Zoom. So do your training by Zoom. It's just be the best way to do it. And I went, oh, okay. And so I got to clear all this stuff. And then all these opportunities came forward to, to do discovery calls by Zoom with people overseas. And, and then we could do our sessions and just take the pictures away and just have our static pictures up and record it and I could send it to that person. And so all kinds of new opportunities came as soon as I let go of that fear. So, yes, that's the thing. We just open up to uh, greater opportunities. You know, we, our energy expands out once we let go yeah. of the fears. It is very interesting. You know, no matter what it is, it doesn't matter <laughs> in any way, shape or form. Yeah. Fear is fear. No. So, yeah. So, you know, there's so many, I know there's so many fascinating stories that you have and, you know, just what it adds to your life in so many ways. And obviously teaching people is such a wonderful thing. You get a lot out of seeing people grow in so many ways. So um, 
I just want to give people your contact information and I will put this underneath the video uh, on the Angel Heart Radio page, people. Um, so it's uh, Sandra at akashicfocus.com and the website is akashicfocus.com. So I'll put that underneath there. So if you want to contact Sandra to do a course uh, or have a session, I do highly recommend it. Um, I'd have to do another one with you. I think I'm all excited again listening. Oh. You know, I had mine many it's, years it's ago. It's just better. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. Um, it is. I mean, I, I do past life regression, but this is, everyone does it. Things are different, you know. Um, it, it's fascinating. And you do past life regression, but this is added to, this is an added thing. It's all learning and information that you've sort of grown and with and that's made you expand in so many different ways and all the experience that you do have is is really great so um yeah i mean time oh, we've got about nearly five minutes so um it's i'm just trying to think if there's anything else um you know you teach people um you know it doesn't matter who you are what belief system you have it's that's true it, it really doesn't matter this is it's probably easy if you don't have any, but it, it doesn't matter even if you do. You can do this. It, it's your life, no matter what you do and where you come from. It doesn't really matter. That's the beautiful and, thing about this. Let me just add too, because some people have this mistaken belief that all the records are is other lifetimes, past lives. And they think they have to go there because it's all there. And it's like, no, sometimes we only do current lifetime because it's all happening here right now. And that's really our primary focus. So if somebody doesn't have that belief in past lives, that's fine. You won't ask yeah. me any questions. You won't ask your records any questions about, and are there any other lifetimes involved in this? Yeah. Um, you simply won't go there. And, and they are fine with that. So that's a good thing to make yes. clear because sometimes people have a misunderstanding about that. Yeah, that's so important. I mean, we are here. We've got to deal with this no matter what has happened in other lifetimes. They are an influence most definitely, but we're still dealing with it here and now. And yeah, exactly. It doesn't really matter. Um, you just want something to enhance your life and, and that you grow. And particularly now because the, the speed of the growth that we're all going through is so dramatic. <laughs> it's like trying to, you know, keep up your body, keeping up with everything that's going on. The energy is so fast and the, the planet and so forth. Hey, actually, I'm sure you would have done this, um, gone into the records of the planet at all. You know, there are people that specialize in that. They're real attuned to like earth energies or solar um, um, uh, universes, galaxies, and that's where they want to be. And so when you mm. give them the opportunity to be in the Akashic field, they go way, way out there. I have an affinity to people. Yes. Um, I really, that's what I gravitate to because that's my soul work. I have some of my graduates have an affinity to animals. And so mm. they work with people's animals in they can open the akashic records of an animal everything, everything has akashic records you know yes. we all yeah. do universes do everything does and uh i just find my i like that heart-to-heart -heart connection to me that's what why i go and so i attract people 
mm. that want to work on that level and other people attract other people that want to work on the levels that they work on exactly yeah yeah and i mean we make up the earth is the earth but the energy of the earth i mean we're here and we're creating all sorts of things so working with people is such a powerful thing and very needed to shift our consciousness and, and to help the planet as well particularly now mm. i mean it's always been there but definitely now with all the change going on we're trying to you know create more harmony yeah. on the planet and you could see that in people's lives i'm sure talking to them afterwards their lives are have that better flow more <laughs> inner peace yeah. more serenity yes. and i truly believe that our job as people is to work on ourselves if everybody took responsibility for themselves and stopped bad-mouthing themselves with self-talk that is hurtful, stop judging other people, be in that more merciful compassion, then we would all care for the earth appropriately. Right. We would all care for each other appropriately. We wouldn't have wars. We wouldn't have anything mm. like we do. It's chaotic because of us. Yes, you know, we are doing all these things. So that for me is why I love to teach people to access for themselves because then they can keep evolving and, yes. and at a faster rate than they could without it if they choose to continue. So yeah. I, I think our, our job is primarily work on ourselves. I work on myself. I mean, I still, that's, I can t do this for myself. Yes. And uh, it's productive. So, yeah. and a never-ending thing. A never-ending yes. <laughs> list of things that I'm not perfect. So there's always more to work on. Yes. Well, perfectly imperfect. Yes. Really. Yes. You know, Delightfully never... imperfect. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we'll say that because there's no such thing. So yes. it's, it's all good, but it just creates more uh, health and harmony and happiness, and that's what we're all really wanting in our lives. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. definitely all right then well thank you so much sandra it's been wonderful and i'm sure our listeners are going to find it very interesting hearing all these things about what you do and um yes so i hope your life uh, keep going with your work it's wonderful work and um so we'll end now and um Goodbye to everyone and wishing you well, health and happiness, harmony, <laughs> joy in, in everything that you do. So we'll say bye for now. Bye. You've been listening to another fabulous program on Angel Heart Radio. Our goal is to remind you of how much you matter in the world and to let you know that we appreciate who you are in the world. Angel Heart Radio programs are powerful tools. They are not intended, nor should they, be used to replace your medical or legal advice. The views and opinions expressed by Angel Heart Radio hosts, guests, co-hosts and associates should not be construed as advice from Angel Heart Radio.